I think today I've had three or four people tell me I'm crazy. I mean, that you gotta <laughs> you gotta have thick skin. But no, I, I'd say there's a there's you gotta find the right balance, right, between having conviction and and, and doing something hard uh, and not getting dissuaded by people sort of disagreeing with you, but also keeping an open mind, right? Like because people can be right, right? There's there's often truth in criticism, right? And so you want to keep your your mind open. We are here to try to explain to you what it is we do here. The solar industry in the U.S. employs more people than Google, Apple, Facebook, and Twitter combined. The most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? Welcome to the Green Insider Podcast, powered by eRenewable. I'm your host, Fred Davis. Episode 122 of the program happening right now. Glad to have you guys on board. We get back to a little bit normal programming this week as we welcome to the program co-founder and CEO of Branch Energy, Mr. Alex Ince Cushman. Uh, great conversation we had with him. They are going, they are an all green energy retail electric provider based right here in good old Texas and great stuff from him as far as how they got started. We're going to hear from him in just a second. But before we hear from Mr. Ince Cushman, let's hear from our CEO and co-founder, Mr. Mike Niemer, telling you what it is we do here at eRenewable. At eRenewable, we know going green is important to your business and your ESG rating. Besides offering PPAs and VPPAs, through our network of clean energy professionals, we can also offer renewable natural gas, or let us help you lower your carbon footprint with responsibly sourced gas from a leading global energy provider. Maybe you need green energy credits, whether it's unbundled RECs or RSG certificates. Your path to net zero and decarbonization is one step closer with the renewable. For more assistance, please call us at 1-866-ERENEW1. Thank you so much for that, Mr. Mike Niemer. You can find out more about the company over at eRenewable.com. And of course, as always, give us a follow on our LinkedIn page, eRenewable and the Green Insider Podcast, so that you too can become a follower Friday participant. We've got Mr. Andy Klump from uh, CEA Clean Energy Associates joining us this Friday. We're glad to have him on board. Anybody that's in the renewable space is well familiar with Mr. Andy Klump, a veteran, a pioneer, if you will, in the solar space. So we're looking forward to that conversation with Mr. Klump, who, uh, ironically enough, based in China. So a lot of good stuff we're going to get from Mr. Klump on Friday. But let's get into today's episode with Mr. Alex Ince Cushman, CEO and co-founder of Branch Energy, talking all things green, retail, electric energy, why the right time was now for him and his team, some of the importance of a good team, and why a brainstorming culture has been so prevalent and so instrumental in their success early on. He talked a little bit about partnering with uh, Global Behemoth NG, uh, which you know a little something about if you follow us here at e-renewable and the green insider and then finally we'll get into a little bit about uh what's next on tap members wise how they're planning on branching out no pun intended and as they continue to grow the green energy retail electric side of the business so a lot of great stuff without further ado here is mr alex ince cushman how does a nuclear physicist end up as the ceo of a green retail electric company not in a straight line, I guess, as you can imagine. Yeah. For context, I, as you say, I, I did get a PhD once upon a time uh, in nuclear fusion, which was, which is great. I loved it. The research was fascinating, but I'm just a bit more of an engineer at heart. And I, you know, I didn't necessarily want to just write papers. So I, I ended up uh, leaving academia, uh, going into industry, um, sort of migrated over to 
uh, Silicon Valley, where I got into more sort of like software development, um, data and analytics, that kind of space. And I was doing that, having a great time when my good friend and now co-founder, his last company was acquired by a large uh, North American energy company. And I ended up meeting the CEO. We just had like this great chat about data analytics and the role that it could play in, in energy. Uh, and he ended up making a pretty compelling offer to come join as their CTO. So I spent several years there learning a lot about how energy markets work and uh, how the sausage gets made, as it were. Um, and it was, you know, that experience coupled with just some some of my own learning and research on, on climate change and the importance of the topic that uh, got me motivated about um, starting branch and, and and doing so in a way that's starting with uh, residential uh, energy customers. But what was it about the, the whole retail electric side of things, as well as the data analytics part that intrigued you the most enough to where you decided to, you know, switch careers? Yeah, it's a great question. I mean, I, I think this is kind of like one of those, you know, if you're a hammer, every problem is a nail or whatever. You know, I, I still sort of carry with, with me my sort of physics background and, a lot of the energy transition, you know, it's a physics problem, right? It's, it's a very complicated, but it's like a combination of like physics and economics and incentives and all these sorts of things. And one thing that I learned uh, in my time in the energy space, um, particularly in the residential context, there's a lot of these new energy devices that can help save people money, right? Like whether it's, you know, smart thermostats for sure, and everyone's familiar with that, but rooftop solar or and smart water heaters and heat pumps. And like, there's all these different devices which can save people money, right? So they're, they're economically sensible. Uh, you know, if you're an economist and you do the calculations, you know, the cost of the device, you know, and spread out over a few years, you're, you're better off, right? So, and there's a lot of evidence on that. That's not just me saying that, right? A lot of evidence that that's true. But then if you look at how many of these devices are deployed, it's really low, right? We're talking like low single digit, right? So there's this, fundamental mismatch between there's all these devices which can help people save money and reduce their carbon footprint, but they're not deployed, right? And the reason why that's the case, you know, digging into it a little bit more, is that it's, it's just a lot of friction, right? So, you know, I imagine that, you know, if you could save money and reduce your carbon footprint with no effort, you'd do it. But, you know, you're unlikely to wake up on a Saturday morning and be like, you know what, I wonder what the the NPV of installing a smart water heater is. Let me like do a bunch of math and then go to Home Depot and buy a thing and then coordinate an install. And like, it's just a lot of work for most uh, most people. But what we realized is that if we, if we apply the latest in data science, we can kind of do like a, a fully remote energy audit, right? So if you think about all the data that's available at this stage, right? There's a lot, right? There's like, there's, there's all sorts of information that's available on the physical structure of homes, right? Like when was it built, which might sort of predict insulation, how big it is, like all these sorts of things, right? Um, so you can have that information. And then if, if you're the energy company, you know how people are using their power, right? You're, you're measuring that so you can build them accurately, right? Um, so you have all this information about the physical structure of a home and how people are using their power. And so if you're smart about the data, you can figure out, okay, well, if I installed this device in that in this particular house, how much would they save, right? And so that's the idea with Branch. We're trying to use all the different data that we have available to figure out which specific devices will help our customers save. And then we can present them with, with simple to understand offers that, you know, that include installation and all the setup and stuff so they don't have to do anything. And if we can get the friction super, super low, so you just have to click a few buttons, that'll be a way to help 
solve this deployment problem. The good news is that the cost of green energy has come down so much uh, in the last several years, right? And in many places, the, the cheapest cost of new electricity is actually wind, uh, wind or solar or other, other renewables. And, and Texas, man, some fantastic solar and wind resources. So what that means in practice is that the, the additional cost of green energy is now actually pretty small, right? It's, you know, if you're paying, you know, 12 cents a kilowatt hour, you know, I know a lot of people don't think in those terms, but, you know, it was like 12 cents, like maybe it'd be like 12.2 or something like that, right? So it, it's not a really big difference anymore. And so the approach that we're taking at Branch is we're going to give you a great price on your green energy. We're not going to charge you any extra for it. And we're going to, we're building our business efficient as way as possible using a bunch of software, all these things. So we can keep our costs really low and offer our customers um, green energy at like a great rate. Um, and so they won't actually have to pay more. So that's, that's the, the good, the good news is that green energy is now like close enough that if you're, uh, if you're you know sharp about how you're running your business, you can offer it to your customers at the same rate. What made you guys decide to take that leap that, you know what, we can, you know, the market is ripe right now for solely green retail energy provider? Well, I, it was a combination of things. I think there's a, and this is by the, you know, lots of great folks at Just Energy. If you're out there, guys, I hope you're doing well, right? So um, <laughs> I, I, I think the, I think there, there's, there is a big difference between building a software company versus a non-software company. And I think part of it was that what we need to be successful with this approach, it's like, it's a very specific skill set, right? We need some like, some fantastic software engineers, some amazing data scientists, amazing data engineers. It's like the, the skill set is very, very, very technical. And we just thought that the right way to build this business would be to start with a, a clean sheet of paper and build it up that way. And so, and so that's the approach that we took. Outstanding. And you, and you guys have been around since how long? Um, got started a little over a year and a half ago. What was kind of the lead up to launching Branch? And, you know, and, I, and look, and I know that there's always that saying that, you know, there's people going to be telling you you're crazy, don't do it, and what have you. Did you have that moment? And I'm sure maybe you had one or two. Or was it, look, we knew this was it. We never, you know, we never stopped with our, our re, uh, resolution. And boom, here we are 18 months later and we're rocking and rolling. Well, I mean, <laughs> it, it wasn't just one moment. I'd say, like, on a daily basis, people are like, <laughs> you're crazy. Like, I think today I've had three or four people tell me I'm crazy. I mean, that you gotta, <laughs> you gotta have thick skin, but no, I I'd say there's a, there's, you gotta find the right balance, right. Between having conviction and, and, and doing something hard uh, and not getting dissuaded by people sort of disagreeing with you, but also keeping an open mind, right. Like, because people can be right, right. There's, there's often truth in criticism, right. And so you want to keep your, your mind open to so that you you know have blinders on so you can you can keep keep a sense of what's true and and, and hold yourself accountable but also you know, maintaining some optimism and I and I, I'd say for me I'm like a big reason I'm doing this is because I want to have impact on climate and there's definitely easier way easier ways for me to sort of you know, earn my daily bread um, but I have to say it's incredibly motivating um, to be working through these problems and challenges knowing that you know if we do a good job will be you know pulling some co2 out of the sky and, and hopefully mitigating the the, the impact of climate change so well i love yeah. the climate aspect and and i love the you know talking to folks that are doing what you're doing as far as you know uh, uh wanting to leave an impact on on 
you know, the, the planet so that our children and grandchildren will end up in a better place than what we were in. I'm also fascinated by the human aspect of it as well. So what kept you, what has kept you going outside of the, I mean, like I said, I know kind of like you alluded to, I mean, you're, you're here to leave a huge impact and obviously you're well on that route. But on those days when maybe two or three people came to you and said, you're crazy, this isn't going to work, you know, outside of Dan and your other business partner, who did you, what, what kept, what's kept you going to where you've never turned back? And then, of course, I guess when NG comes with $25 million, that kind of confirms, hey, maybe we are on the right track. Yeah, I mean, th- there's definitely moments along the way when you you, you get some positive signal and, and um, getting that partnership together with NG was, was certainly one of those, one of those moments, but I think the, I think you sort of alluded to it, right? I think part of what, part of what is necessary for for doing something like this is, is having an amazing team, right? It, it's this is not, um, I'd say, well, it's it's true of Branch, right? That like this is not a, this is not a one person show, right? It's it's about it's about a team effort, and, that, and that's more broadly true about climate, right? It's not going to be that one one person or one company sort of figures it out. It's going to be a, a bunch of folks working hard and pulling together. And I, I think one thing that I'm really proud about uh, with what we've done at Branch is built an incredibly high town density team. We're not a huge team, right? We're not an army. But one thing that I've observed in my time is that often the, the magic happens when you have a really high talent density, right? You get the right group of people in the room who have complementary skill sets, which is amazing at what they do. And, you know, a pretty small team can end up uh, doing, have, you know, doing greater things than sort of like an army of folks who are just kind of going through the motions. And so, you know, on those days when things aren't going so well, I definitely get a lot of energy and support from the incredibly talented group of folks that we pulled together. So that actually might dovetail beautifully then, because maybe that already answers one part of this question. But uh, in these last 18 months, what's been the biggest challenge that you've faced? And whether that be personally or professionally, what's been the most pleasant surprise in these last 18 months? Um, wow. Yeah. I mean, there have been a lot of challenges. I think I think the and this is sort of general tr- true of, of any business, really. But a lot of the a lot of the challenges come. It's not in the form of like this really bit, you know, it's like if it was a video game, it's not like beating the boss at the end of the level. Like the, the, it's, it's actually just like, it's the slog, right? It's like, you got to like, oh, you got to, the regulatory requirements, you got to fill out this form to get like, you know, you send to this department in time before the deadline over there. And just, it's, it, it's much like, you know, running in waist deep water, right? It's, it, you just got to keep pushing through all the, like the little mini things that are getting in your way. Um, that's, that's a lot of it. And, and, uh, it's tiring, right. And, but you got to just keep pushing through it all. Right. So, uh, I think that's, that's probably a sentiment shared by a lot of folks who, uh, who start new businesses in terms of happy surprises. I think there too, it's like a category. I, I feel like, you know, you come into work, you're trying to figure stuff out and, I, I, my best surprises are where like somebody else on the team, like figures something out, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, I had a, a great uh, working session with our head of data science recently where he's just, he's brilliant, right? He just like came up with an, a novel solution that I'd never really thought about. And, uh, and that always like gets me pumped up, uh, fired up when, when the, the team's like figuring out things that I never would have. And you guys are just feeding off each other. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's how we do it. I think yeah. one of the things that I think we've done a nice job on, and I know I'm like maybe it sounds like I'm over rotating on on team and culture, but that's like that's, that's huge. Ninety five percent of the that's game. Right? That's, I mean, I, look, I just talked to a venture capitalist last week, and I he said, look, we've been, we're, we're we're investing in people. Right, you can have the greatest program, yeah. product in the world, but if the people aren't any good, then guess what? We're probably not going to invest in you. We're investing in the people, and and yeah. you know, it, it it doesn't seem all that uh, ridiculous to think that you know, without the right people, and without the right culture, you ain't going anywhere. Yeah, and that so that's that's what I spend a lot of my time thinking about and, and trying to get right. So you got to get the right people, and then you got to like, you know, you want to build a culture too that's where you have that right mix of where it's like. Every, it's expected that there's going to be like rigorous interactional uh, intellectual debate and it's like sort of an idea meritocratic environment right so like disagreeing with somebody is okay right it's about you know you're trying to find the right answer and and that's very healthy and good and it's not about sort of everybody's just sort of toeing the line or whatever so i, I think i think we've done we've done a, a nice job there as well i think we we have like you know, roaring debates uh, every day about which direction to go and what's the right solution, um, and and you can sort of have that while also having like deep respect for for people as individuals. Metal sharpens metal, as uh, as my buddy likes to say. That's it. That's it. <laughs> right. Uh, so let me ask you this: you you guys partner with with NG last year. How did that come about? And and I know just from NG being based what in France. This was, you know, I mean, obviously it was great for you guys, but I, I got to imagine that this was as equally as big a deal for NG to give them a footprint with a burgeoning up-and-coming group like yourselves to give them a little bit more play here in the U.S. market. Yeah, I mean, I certainly hope so. And, and for the listeners out there who are unfamiliar, NG is a, a very, very large like multinational energy company uh, based in France, as you say, but they've got uh, operations at globally. Um, and we partnered with them to be our sort of primary energy supplier. So that we're we're help, you know we're basically uh, leveraging their trade their energy trading desk and a few other things. Um, I, you know I don't I don't know if the listeners want to hear how the sausage gets made and uh, how wholesale energy markets work. And we, I could talk about it endlessly, but um, but yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a great partnership so far, and um, we're certainly excited about working with them. Uh, and and I hope they're excited about working with us. Uh, you know, we're, we're certainly planning to to grow at a pretty fast clip indefinitely, and uh, and so I'm, I'm hopeful it'll be a great partnership for them. We'll get you out of here with this. Uh, 2022, I mean, look, we, we were able to avert any kind of major disaster uh, as far as weather-wise. The, the grid stood up, uh, much to everybody's delight. What's on tap for branch for the, I'm, obviously I'm guessing adding, uh, adding customers has always got to be number one, but what do you guys kind of, what's the strategy for the end of 2022 and just kind of, you know, where, where's, where's branch at right now? Yeah. I mean, we're, we're absolutely in, in scale up mode, right? So we're certainly adding customers. We want to get more devices in people's homes and like, and you know, we, as I say, we're a mission motivated shop, right? So we, we try to keep track of how many customers we're supporting and what their uh, missions profile look like and how we can pull that down. So we'll be continually focusing on that. We're going to be looking at getting into um, other states. And then eventually we want to we want to get into being able to provide products and services even for folks who are in fully regulated markets where they can't necessarily choose their energy provider. I think we can still help out a lot on you know doing that math for folks to figure out which devices will help them out um, even if it's like you know for free right well that's uh, very mission aligned so 
we got a lot, we got a lot on tap. We got a lot on our plate. That's for sure. Now, what all states are you guys in right now? Right now, we're just in Texas. Okay. So Texas is a Texas is a great place to start. It absolutely uh, is. Love love Texas. I, I, I sometimes people forget how big Texas is. Like te- te- Texas has a bigger GDP than Russia. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, it's like if Texas was its own country, it'd be, it'd be a, a big place. And so that's part of why we, why we started in Texas, but it's uh, it's, it's a great spot. It's got a lot of renewables and uh, we, we thought it'd be a great place to start the business to, and a great beachhead from which to expand. When folks hear, okay, great. Here's another retail electric provider. They're provi- they're, pre- they're providing green energy. We've, you know, we we're hearing more and more of this. Why branch? Why should they join Alex's team at branch? Well, I think the the main reason is that we're we're not just providing, you know, standard retail energy services, right? I mean, we're doing that, and you know, you'll get a great price, and user experience will be nice, and the portal slick, and all that good stuff. But I think the the real differentiator is is how we're applying data science to figure out which devices will help you save, and then making it super easy to get it done, right? And and when I say super easy, I mean like, you know, we'll present you with an offer, you can just click on it. You know, schedule when you want it installed. Someone will come professionally install it. You don't have to lift a finger, right? So we're, we're really, what we're trying to do is is take as much of the friction out of the process of getting these devices installed that'll help people save. Thank you so much for that, Alex. You can catch all other Green Insider episodes over at Google Play. Thank you so much for that, Alex. You can catch all other Green Insider episodes over at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and of course on our website, eRenewable.com. Don't forget this Follower Friday, Andy Klump, CEO, Clean Energy Associates. You do not want to miss that. And then, of course, uh, as always, we've got great stuff coming up next week as well. Uh, We're going to get you ready for the big Commodities People Conference that's going to go down in June. And, of course, we're going to wrap up this month strong as we do each and every month. As always, shout out to the eRenewable team and Mike, Roger, Al, the audience, the guests. Without you doing what you do, we couldn't do what we do. This has been the Green Insider Podcast, powered by eRenewable. We make going green easier. Mm-hmm.